Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Um, it's not just Tyler and I. We have a special Hall of Fame guest, and she's ready to be famous. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Laura, and I am the other half of Built by Bedson. That she is. So, <laughs> so yeah, so Tyler and I were like, hey, we should do a show just to inform everyone. I'm currently in like, uh, like, like COVID purgatory. Like, I don't know if I have it or, and I don't know if I don't have it. So I've been locked in the house since Wednesday. So I'm losing it to an extent. Um, not really. I'm fine. Don't worry, guys. I'm not going to die of COVID probably. Um, sorry, ladies. There's a lot of DMs left for me to slide into. Um, so Tyler's thank like, God. Hey, thank God. Right. So Tyler's like, yeah, what are we, what are we going to do? So I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's bring Laura on and let's talk. Let's have some girl talk. That's what we're going to call this episode. It's girl talk. Um, so yeah, we're happy to have Laura on. And I'm Laura, happy to be here. Thanks for having me guys. You're welcome. Um, the best thing though, Laura is whenever, uh, Tyler asked you, to be on the show and uh he sent me your text and you said i feel honored i'm gonna be famous get ready for the most listens or downloads you've ever had tomorrow so i'm no also in incredibly humble so that's probably my <laughs> most redeeming quality <laughs> uh, that's a good question who's more humble you or tyler i'm just gonna do this all day i'm gonna be like say someone i'm gonna pit you two against each other the entire time deal we already know the, we already know the answer to that it's definitely he's, tyler. he's way more humble yes exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's a humble bald beautiful man that tyler correct so we're gonna get into this um obviously i feel like everybody should know that you guys date each other um if you don't know i guess you guys are you guys dating now i guess it's yeah. official is it official um, yeah we've been dating for over a year now time flies it's kind of crazy mm -hmm. when you're having fun baby Okay. That, that's beautiful i'm gonna have to i i just <laughs> i decided whenever we were gonna have you on laura that i was gonna expose myself for sliding into your dms a little over a year ago before you and tyler were really out there and uh i will this is a great this is great guys so i have this thing <laughs> I when I'm sliding DMs on instagram okay i don't ever slide in cold you know if i don't know a girl very well i don't message her i wait for a story to be posted um, so when the girl posts a story, I just act like I was thinking about whatever that story is. So Laura, I didn't know Laura at all. I'm like, okay, fitness chick. So obviously I'm going to slide in her DMs because I'm a dog. <laughs> obviously. Um, obviously <laughs> terrible. So he, she posts a story about like buying a, like a scale to weigh yourself on. And I'm like, here we go. All right. It's game time. So I'm like, I slide in and I'm like, is that a, is that a very good scale? I, I'm in the market for a scale. Um, which is just, don't do that guys. That's very bad. Um, so she's like, eh, yeah, it's a good scale. And I'm like, this is really not going very well. Um, so I said something douchey. I don't know. And then I get a picture of Tyler back and I'm like, what is happening? What's going on? <laughs> and then I put two and two together and I'm like, oh shit. I'm so sorry, bro. He's like, it's okay. Nobody knows. Don't worry. I would have slid in her DM. Nobody knows. And I was like, okay. 
because that's just the. So I, I just love that story. It's great. <laughs> I will never forget that yeah, picture, that was, Tyler. It was a beautiful picture. Yeah, so, I had to do that to a few guys. It's kind of funny to to mention that because there was like a, a few people I knew and they didn't know anything was going on between us and they would just know try to start random conversations and it would just be me and her together and we'd just send a picture together and I'd be like, dude, chill. And they'd be like, oh, my bad, bro. <laughs> right. at, least, at least nobody continued. Like, we all showed bro code and we stopped, you know? Like, that's important. Yeah, most people, people are super respectful and I get it, you know? If, if you don't know a girl's with a guy, then you don't, you're not going to be like, oh, what's up? But, like, whenever people know you're together and if they still do it, that's when it becomes weird. It's like, yeah, you should probably get the fuck away. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Good bro code. So let's. So tell me, we always talk from a guy's perspective about like how we think like dating a bodybuilder is, Laura. Um, and we're men, yeah. so we think we know what we're talking about. We might not at all. So like, you date right. Tyler? How how is it dating Tyler? Is it weird? Like you're a bodybuilder too, though. So. Um. Okay, is it weird from, like, what aspect? Just, like, a general everyday sort of deal or just, like, from a bodybuilding aspect? Is it weird? No, because no, no, on the daily, yes, very much. <laughs> very Just <laughs> let's an see. interesting man. <laughs> very interesting. I don't know your background romantically. So, like, is Tyler the first bodybuilder you've dated or have you dated some in the past? Um, yeah, he's definitely the first bodybuilder I've ever dated. Um, I have dated a power lifter before, but like that's two completely separate ends of the universe even. So yeah, he's for sure my first one. Is it, is it a little, I mean, you know, obviously you prefer dating a, a juicy bodybuilder than anyone else because you're a, you know, a, a, a woman of <laughs> culture. Um, sure. But, yeah. Like, what, Sure. Yeah. What is, you know, what is, <laughs> is there any, like, did you have to make any like alterations to your life when you started dating Tyler just because he's a bodybuilder? Or was it kind of like an easy segue? Um, it honestly, it was kind of a culture shock because, um, I had never really dated somebody that was quite so regimented in their diet. Um, uh, without saying any names, the last guy I dated kind of just like ate whatever I wanted or whatever, whatever he wanted. That'd be weird. But anyway, um, ate whatever he wanted. So when I got into this relationship with Tyler, he was just like, I have to eat this at this time. This is exactly what I need in my meal. Um, and at that time I had a lot, a lot of free time. So I would help him, you know, make those meals for him. Um, but actually I think dating a bodybuilders made my schedule or like my time management a little bit better because <laughs> i kind of have to work around meals now you know yeah it's really interesting yeah i think it that, is. When, it, like, when i first started dating uh she i think she was surprised because you know i'm i'm strict year-round like i i do this year-round this is like my my job my career and I, i'd like to set like a an example for all the clients i coach and i just personally enjoy bodybuilding so, you know, she would see me eating six meals a day or five meals a day. And she'd be like, you eat this much? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, you know, I would do pretty much the same thing every day. But she she went, like got to know my schedule and she knew exactly what I'd eat. And then, you know, it'd be three o'clock and she'd be like, you need to eat in 30 minutes? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, is it still uh, 
180 grams steak uh, and 190 grams rice and one cup of vegetables. And I'm like, yeah. And then she just like bring it upstairs. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, <laughs> that's service. Yes. Yeah, so once I started dating Tyler, I became his personal chef, it sounds like. So he tips that's me every day with a crisp 50. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I think um, I love it. Like, I don't know if you guys watch Seabum's videos, but like now that he and Courtney are back together, which breaks my heart low key, but it's it's really cute. I'm happy for them. Um, <laughs> the last one that showed her like making his, you know, making his food because he's, you know, five, six weeks out from the Olympia. And every time I see that with like a couple, I'm like, oh, like, God, that warms my heart. Do, do, you, do you guys do that for each other? I bet you do. I, Tyler, I know you cook for Laura. Okay, so yeah, Laura, Laura's still getting her master's, so she finishes that next semester. But when she has school on like certain days, like I'll and I'm cooking my own food, I'll be like, "Hey, do you need? What do you need?" And she'll be like, "So, Laura, the thing, the difference between our diets is like I do a strict, you know, diet, same thing every day. Laura works better with like um, macros, right? So she'll she'll often tell me like I need chicken and rice, and that's fine, but I." And I'm like, what's your macros for this meal? And she'll be like, 30 protein, 40 carbs, 10 fat. And I will literally just make her something that's that. And then I'll, you know, bring it to her. So that works a lot better for her. Or she'll just tell me to make up something with those macros and I'll just do that. So hers is a little bit more flexible. So I can make her something that she may enjoy more. Mine is like the same exact thing every single day. But yeah, when I'm cooking my own food, I'll often go ahead and just cook her something as well. That's nice. I do it, yeah, I do it during the week. Um, he's a lot. I mean, we're both pretty busy during the week, but he um, definitely has a lot more clients than I do. So he works longer hours than I do. Um, and when that happens, I'll, if I get done with my work day, I usually for the rest of the day will take over making all of our meals. So it's kind of a nice trade off. Like, as far as both being competitors and both participating in this lifestyle, it's kind of nice because. Um, we're both on the same, same wavelength. Um, I've experienced, um, a partner before that wasn't quite as strict as, as strict as I am, um, wasn't quite as regimented as I am. Um, and that was just very, very difficult. So it's kind of been a, a, a breath of fresh air in a sense to have somebody who, um, does this sport and knows what it takes and is kind of, you know, on his shit so to speak, um, all year round, because it helps to keep me um, accountable as well. Yeah. I don't really have anything to offer because I've never dated a fit chick. Um, I would like to. Hey, slide my DMs. Slide up in the story, ladies. Yeah, Kyle <laughs> is single, and I think he's awesome. So I think gave two thumbs up. It'll never <laughs> be boring with Kyle. And... You can take that one to the bank. That's to the, the bank. To the Two bank. thumbs up my butthole and take that to the bank. What's up? <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe one thumb. All right. Enough jokes. We're going to get into this. We're going to get into the meat of this discussion. We have Laura on here because... It's just, it's good to have a woman's perspective on things like this because Tyler and I can try to talk about it, but like, we're not women. We don't know what it's like to be a woman. So we want an actual woman on here. And that's, that's why we have Laura. So <laughs> we're going to get, we're going to get into the teeth 
of this episode. And Let's we're going to kind of start we're going to kind of start with going into like female genetics, which I don't know if you guys know, but females are built differently than males. Um that's what? the thing. I, yeah, that's what I hear. It's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> um so we're just going to kind of go first into the role that female genetics play in fat loss um and how it's kind of different from, you know, men losing fat how it's different in the same so if you guys want to go ahead and start off go for it okay so with with males i mean hormones are kind of they don't really give you any negative effects like i've never seen a male that's got estrogen dominance really as far as like halting them from losing weight i mean they're I'm sure there's some that have a little bit higher estrogen, so they store fat more around like the hips and glutes and things like that, but it's more easy to fix with a male. Uh, with females, I've noticed they hold fat more around like uh, glutes, legs, um, abdomen, hips, and males will normally hold their fat in like lower back, uh, chest, uh, areas like that, uh, abs, depending on the person but based on genetics with a female i've realized like that's how their shape is so like for example laura like she's got really big quads glutes and she's got really small waist but her upper body is tiny so we can really make her legs grow and we can make sure but you know forget her upper body to grow takes so much more um uh, so with females, like it's kind of harder to get them to lose because you have to control estrogen levels. Um, and to get them to get lean in the quads or the glutes and the hamstrings takes a whole lot more work. And often can sometimes take more super supplements and things of the sort to get them to actually lose the weight there. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into weight loss and um, mean, mean, lean and muscle building um, when it comes to females. Um, genetics and more specifically female hormones make this very, very either complicated or hard depending on which one you're talking about. Uh, well, that was the same thing, but anyway. Um, it's What I'm saying is it's really hard for women to lose weight in comparison to men because estrogen makes it so. Um, unfortunately, that's just the curse that we were given as women. Um, and that's what I struggled to have a lot of my female clients understand is, you know, <clears throat> it's gonna take a while and you gotta be dedicated to it because of the way that your body is set up, you aren't gonna be able to, you know, cut out soda for a week and lose five pounds just from that like a male can. We're just not set up that way. Um, so it's really, really important, especially for females going into this, that they have at least a general understanding or at least have a coach that has a general understanding of the way that female hormones work um, because it's, ve it's very, very delicate and it's very, very easy to mess up hormones and then it's a very very long road back to quote unquote normalcy yeah so and one thing i've realized too is uh with females they often will store you got to think about it you are trying to protect your reproductive organs so your fat likes to store around everything that's built for reproduction so you want to store fat in your lower extremities and that's completely normal 
Uh, so to lose the fat in those areas is often hard because of that. Your body's trying to store fat there to protect those organs and your different reproductive system. So you can't just do it simply like males can. Uh, so it does take some manipulations. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, um, I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later more than likely, but um, especially I, when we're talking about female hormones in, from a coach's perspective, we really need to think about our clients that are um, on birth control or have been on birth control for a very you know long time um, because this plays a huge role into how their body's going to function as far as um, fat loss and, again, lean muscle growth like we were just talking about. Yeah, so you know, men and women, we are in some, you know, at some juncture, we're the same. But obviously, you have to pay special attention because of the estrogen dominance, um, and because of I've never, Tyler, I, I feel like a big, a giant idiot because I've never thought about the fact that women do accumulate more weight around the reproductive organs to save those reproductive. I've never thought about that, and I consider myself an intelligent man. That just you blew my mind when you said that. Most people don't think about that, man. And it's like, it's something so simple because they're like, why do I store my fat here? Why can't I lose fat in my legs? Why can't I lose fat in my lower belly? And it's like, because your body is trying to protect that area so that you can reproduce and have children. Like that's wow. natural for you to do. So, so what I'm going to ask you a question. So I don't store fat anywhere. So is nature telling me that I should not have children? I think maybe that's what's going on. No, you're just not a female. So, Damn. you know, I'm you totally not pop out babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't intend to pop out any babies. No, I, I just, I've never thought about that. And I guess we should have gone over this, Laura, you, you and Tyler, you work together, but you do have a lot of female clients, a lot of like lifestyle clients, right? Yeah, actually, all the clients I have right now are female. Um, that's not to say that I only do females. I just happen to have only females right now. Um, but every day is something new. That's what I will say. There's always some new challenge that I face every day with one of my clients just solely because of the way that a woman's body is set up. Um, so it definitely always keeps me on my toes. So at least it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go off script just for, for one second and then we're going to get back on script. I, I just thought of a good question. Um, do you, you know, you said you mainly just have women. Have you ever had any males that you trained before? Um, <clears throat> not in the capacity that I train people now. Um, before I started working with Tyler, um, as a part of Built by Betson, I didn't actually do nutrition or anything. Um, I did one-on-one -on -one personal training. That's, you know, where I started as far as like the fitness industry goes really. Um, so I had some males in that aspect. So I've trained, quote unquote, trained males, but again, not the way that I train people now. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah. It just, it's, it seems like in the fitness industry, it's a little more, it's a lot easier to have, you know, if you're a female to have a female coach because you know, you have to deal with all these things until you get to a certain level as a competitor when you're seeking out coaches that are males who obviously, you know, are educated enough to deal with those things as well. So, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I, we, go ahead. I just think um, for a lot, 
I only do lifestyle clients, right? So um, a lot of the people that I end up getting or a lot of the women that I end up getting are um, just now starting out on their fitness journey or um, they're coming back after having, you know, two or three kids or they've had like a life altering injury that they need to now work around. So um, it's my job to be able to make them feel comfortable. That's how I want to be, you know, seen as a coach, I want people to feel comfortable approaching me. But I think for women, especially, it's just more comfortable to be able to approach another woman. Um, because kind of, we're a little bit insecure when we embark on a journey that we're not really sure of. So for a woman, sometimes it's just really intimidating to go to a man and say, Hey, um, I need to lose, you know, 70 pounds. Here's my quote unquote, beginning photos, please take a look at this. Some women just aren't comfortable doing that. So that's why I end up with a lot of females as opposed to having males. I got you. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. you. Good. Go ahead, Tyler. I realize, I realize that uh, w whenever we get our inquiries, like unless they directly contact Laura, like I'll get, I have it through like a special Kajabi support thing. So it sends me like their info and it sends me like what they're trying to do. And, you know, often if it's like a, a lifestyle client, I'll go ahead and mention Laura. I'm like, hey, this may be a better person for you to work with. And majority of the time, if it's a female and she's just trying to lose weight, they're like, that's exactly what I want. I'd prefer like to work with a female. Uh, but there a lot of the males. I think they just like to prefer they prefer to work with a guy. Um, I don't know if it, it what has to do with that. But if there's an option, then they often will just go choose to work with me. And I will have a lot of the females choose to work with Laura. Um, it's not to say that I haven't got a bunch of females myself. Uh, I do think that her being involved has brought in a lot more like uh, girls that are kind of intimidated by how I coach people. Cause I do go a little bit more hardcore. Like I'm going to make you lose weight. I'm going to, but I don't take a lot of shit. Laura will definitely work around more based on like how they're feeling. Um, she's really good at making sure people enjoy their food. Uh, not to say that I don't do that too, but I mean like Laura will have Rice Krispie treats and sorbet and people's diets and make it very simple for them to follow. Um, I include some of that stuff, but I'm, I'm not one for excuses. So uh, I'm a little bit more strict. That's that's funny that you mentioned the sorbet because uh, I know a couple of Laura's clients and they they both have talked to me about sorbet. They're like, I, she lets me have sorbet and Rice Krispies, and I'm like, nice. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that people are raving about it behind my back, which is a really good thing. What what is this? Is sorbet like? Uh, is it is it anabolic or what? Um, yeah, you know, in my opinion it is, but it's just a really good carb source that has low fats. Um, so I like to use that around training. I don't really, in some cases I put it at the end of the night, but only when they're, you know, they have just like a little bit and they had trained that day, I'll use it. But like I said, I prioritize that around training because those carbs are just too good to waste. I'm in my off season. I might start doing some sorbet. I might. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. It's really good for curving a sweet tooth too. I have, um, I have some clients that have told me, you know, their biggest weakness is, um, you know, their sweet cravings. So uh, if they tell me that, I really do consider throwing that in. Um, most of the times, I do um, because that'll usually prevent them from going on like an ice cream bender. Uh, ice cream bender, excuse me. Um, you know, at some point, which is a lot of unwanted fats and you know, stuff we don't want. So. Little, Better than nipping in the bud right away, I guess. 
right, we're, we'll move on. I don't, I don't know. I just now I'm going to think about sorbet. So <laughs> I, I'm again, and I, and this is why this is why you're here. But you know, a lot of my friends, my female friends who compete, the birth control thing is like the biggest. Like I don't want to say issue, but it's like the biggest thing like for them and bodybuilding because, you know, most of the women I know are on some type of birth control um, and then they get into bodybuilding and most people are telling them, eh, not really the best thing to do. So um, I don't know where you stand on it. I think I have an idea likely. Um, so just talk about that birth control, its effects on weight loss, uh, hormones, bodybuilding, all that sort of thing. So go for it. Yeah. Okay. So um, <clears throat> personally, I got put on birth control when I was 14. Um, and then I think it was the spring of last year. So spring of 19, um, I started having some like horrible headaches. I don't know. It was just like, you couldn't see anything, everything hurt. I know that describes like a normal migraine, but then there was this like really horrible stabbing pain right behind my eyeball. So I ended up going to like eight doctors to try and figure out what this was. And at one point my doctors thought that I had a brain tumor. Um, so I was, you know, bracing for the end of my life. And um, I went to um, my endocrinologist and I also went to my um, OBGYN just to like throw all all that in there as far as like hormones go just to you know see what was up um turns out my hormones were all thrown off whack i was incredibly estrogen dominant at this point i had been on birth control for i believe nine almost ten years um so my hormones were excuse my french just all fucked up um so at that point i had nexplanon which is an in-arm implant um and you can have those up for up for up to three years um I was on my second one and we ended up having to take it out because my symptoms were just so horrible. Um, and then once I came off, um, I didn't really have any plan to come off because that's not something that doctors really work with you on, which side note is also why it's so important to have a coach. Um, but anyway, so we had no plans to come off. So then once I came off that birth control and kind of, you know, took that hormone replacement therapy away, which is really what it is for women is hormone replacement therapy. Um, I kind of got a little bit sicker before I got better. And then I finally got with a coach that understood, you know, what he was doing. Um, and it's that one right there. He's sitting across the computer from me. Um, we got a plan together to figure out my hormones. And now my hormones are, I'm off birth control. I have been for over a year now. My hormones are in a great spot. And now I'm able to drop fat so easily. Um, I I build lean muscle like it's crazy. It just seems like I'm some genetic weirdo, but I truly believe that like at least 30 to 40% of that was getting those hormones back in check after coming off that awful birth control. Yeah. I, can I just brag about your uh, hack squats? Like Laura will post hack squats on her stories in IG. And I'm over here like, I'm like, oh, my legs are looking pretty good. And then I see Laura's and I'm like, oh my God. You are a bit of a freak when it comes to legs. So, yeah, I'll give you that big time. Yeah, I can grow lean tissue down there like there's no tomorrow, which I guess is why it's so good that the wellness division made its debut this year in the USA. Now I finally have somewhere to be, you know. <laughs> you heard it, heard it here first, guys. Laura Butler will be taking the wellness division by storm very soon. Um, so just <laughs> wellness division, you're on the clock, and Laura's coming for you. Hey. <laughs> I'm coming. 
yeah but so anyway i don't like birth control for any of my clients um tyler does this too you know if we have clients and they're on birth control that's fine we're not gonna like be like you absolutely have to come off of that or we're not gonna work with you um but if we can we do like to get to a point where they don't feel like they have to be on that anymore um and then when they do come off we love to have a plan in place for them so they need to tell us they're coming off that stuff you know so um again it goes back to having a coach and um not only that but having a coach that knows what the hell they're talking about yeah like uh so i've had plenty of girls come to me and one of the questions i ask inside of my client profile is are you on birth control how long have you been on it how long have you been off of it so i like to know those things and it's like which birth control have you been on uh that that plays a huge role so majority of the time is i'll, I'll have to have a serious talk with the girl and i'll be like hey you should probably come off this and that's normally what i say uh some are willing to some are not um like i i have had girls win an overall person their class being on birth control i will say that it is a lot fucking harder though uh and i make sure they prepare for that um i have found it is a lot easier to get in contest prep shape being without birth control that being said, I would never tell somebody to come off of it during a contest prep. It is something you would have to do in the off season. If you tried to come off of it while you're in prep for a show, it's going to cause so many other problems. Uh, you could get start getting hair loss, things that you just really don't want. Um, so whenever birth control, if they're on it, normally it's estrogen based. So it does cause an estrogen dominance. With that, we have to control the estrogen, which is often like a estrogen metabolizer um which works well which is dim and uh ic3 which is endo 3 carbonyl so both of those help what one's made from cruciferous vegetables and it's just you know really condensed so that helps to bring estrogen levels into a more controlled form to burn that fat that you normally could not burn if your estrogen is high um biggest thing is if you're going to stay on birth control i recommend either paragard which is copper-based implant or low estrin, which I believe is pill-based and it's really low hormone. Uh, so if you're planning on staying on and it's like something you have to do, those are the only two I recommend. And even then you're still gonna have some side effects, but it's better than you know some of these other ones that are super hormone-based and are gonna make you just gain weight and hold weight. Because what you'll see is a lot of these girls, like they'll get, you know, six weeks out and then their body just stops responding. You can't get them to move at all. Like they're super frustrated. They're doing all the work. I, I know plenty of girls have done all the work. They're following the diet a hundred percent and weight doesn't budge. And that's super frustrating. And I get it. Like, but at a certain point with birth control, your body doesn't want to let you drop that fat because it needs it. It needs it to reproduce but your body is not able to reproduce because of the birth control. So it's just like, it's just a whole whirlwind of what the fuck and your body is not ready for it. <laughs> just a whole, okay. Yeah. A whole whirlwind of what the fuck. That's nice. So I'm going to, I'll ask you two guys. So if there are any ladies, and I already know the answer to this, but just, just kind of clarify, if there are any ladies listening to this that want to legitimately get to the top of their, you know, division, whether it's bikini, wellness, physique, bodybuilding, um, would you, if it was your recommendation, would you say start trying to come off of birth control? I would say yes. 
instantly. Uh, I've tried to convince almost all my girls to come off. Uh, I, like I said, I have a few that just refuse and do not want to. And I understand that I, it's never my job to like force somebody to do something. I only am there to offer a suggestion. I have had some that tell me that they're not going to come off and I will tell them what we need to do in order to lose the fat. And as long as they're willing to do that, I have made some win, but some of that stuff that you have to do whenever you're going to stay on it is often worse than the actual birth control itself. Yeah. So uh, I would recommend if you're starting to get into competing and you plan on taking it very seriously to the fact that you want to win first place or go pro uh, in the long run, it's going to be better if you do come off. What about you, Laura? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of work smarter, not harder. Um, there's so much science to back up, you know, what we all know about female hormones. Um, and <clears throat> overloading your body with estrogen like that, like I said before, is like a male taking testosterone, you know? So um, I'm a really big fan of why not cut out the stuff that you know is causing your body to hold the fat? You know, why would you, like he said, want to have to do, um, you know, 10 times the amount of work to achieve the results that you could do just by cutting out one pill and then having a plan to come off of that pill in order to get those hormones back in check. Um, but again, also like Tyler said, I would never force somebody to come off the pill if they really didn't want to. Um, for some reason, birth control is kind of such a touchy subject. Um, I guess it's because it's, you know, rooted in reproduction and that's kind of like a taboo thing as society goes, but that's a whole nother thing. So asking someone to come off of that is kind of sensitive, but if you can try to like incrementally explain what sort of negative effects birth control has on the body, because in my opinion, it only has negative effects on the body. Um, we, and then we can kind of try to like work together to make that go away, make that negative thing go away, you know? Got it. Yeah. And just, just as a side here on Brainiac Bodybuilding, we are, you know, if it's, if it's a woman's body, we let the woman choose what to do with her body. So that's all we're going to say about that. Mm -hmm. Anything so, else, Tyler? My, my big thing is like what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of girls are prescribed birth control when they're 13, 14, 15 years old. And, you know, then they think it's great. They're like, oh, wow, you know, I can have a regular period or none at all. And this helps me from having headaches or, you know, make sure they can't have kids. That's like a big thing for them. And I can, you know, not have acne. And that's a very important thing for everybody because they're like, oh, this is amazing. Like this is fixing all my problems when I'm 14. But whenever <laughs> they're 24 and they're like, find the guy that they want to settle down with the rest of their life. And they're like, man, I want to have a kid now. And then you come off of it and then you have all sorts of issues. You have no libido. You have reproductive issues. You're estrogen dominant. You've got PCOS now, like all sorts of shit. <laughs> and it's like, it's not worth it, you know, because that's when the real issues rise is when you come off of it. And like, I, I, I like I tell this story before is like, I had a client, um, and he was personal training client and I had him for over two years. Great guy. But, you know, he would come to me and he was like, me and my girlfriend are fighting. We're, we're having these hardcore arguments. And like, she's just crazy. Like she just, you know, she'll randomly start yelling at me and like be upset or depressed. And I'm like, that's weird. 
And I'm like, you know, I don't even think anything of it. I'm like, well, he, I was like, you guys like really fighting like that. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, we're trying to get past it, but she's just like not the same person anymore. Well, she just started a new birth control. And for four months, she was on this birth control and they discussed it. And I guess they decided like, well, maybe that's it. She comes off of it. The guy comes in for training. I'm like, how are you and your girlfriend doing? Oh, we're just great now. Everything's fine. She's back to normal. It was that birth control. <laughs> and I'm like, so if you're if you're a girl and you think like possibly that you you're you're having mood swings or like you're depressed one second and up the other, like feeling great, it could be your birth control. It could be as simple as that, causing you these issues where you're like one second feeling hot, one second cold, you know really start to think about that and it, it could not be you it could be something you're taking yeah hopefully hopefully big pharma doesn't come for us after this podcast <laughs> if i'm dead tomorrow you know you know why well, we're gonna know what's going on no that's, that's a good you guys covered that really well i did not add much but you guys you guys pulled the cart there i appreciate that <laughs> um good work guys so we're gonna go to kind of a kind of a funny a funnier one now um, and we could talk about this from the male and female perspective, but I'm going to go back to the IG. Well, we're going to talk about like I, I, a lot of, a lot of, this is where men are dogs. A lot of men think that women are posting progress pics for them to like check out their ass and stuff like that. Um, which is not the case. Um, you know, women are bodybuilders too. You're just trying to show off your progress. So, you know, it's funny. I also post a lot of thirst traps. If you go to my IG, it looks like an OnlyFans, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> which I've thought about, you know, it's these are unprecedented times. I'm trapped because of COVID. Maybe I'll start one up, but just kidding. Um, Laura, we'll start with you. You don't post much on IG. You post a little bit, but, you know, do you ever feel like people are taking your progress picks the wrong way, be it male or female? They're not really like looking at it as a progress pick, but more like, Oh damn, look at her ass. Um, you know, I don't really know. I think that if they're following my page, they already know, you know, what I'm about. They know what sport I do. Um, so if people are getting offended by me posting my progress picks, they're probably following the wrong page. Um, I don't post things to really, you know, get attention from, um, men obviously i'm in a very happy relationship i and if i do get attention it's actually mostly from females so um i think that we also need to stop um sexualizing women's check-in photos because i don't really think that we do that to men and you know if we're checking in in our like posing suit or whatever well, how's that different from you know seeing me on the beach somewhere you know it's not, but I'm upset that my check-in photos aren't sexualized more because they're hot, guys. I'm they're hot. Sorry to report. Oh, I'm so sorry. God. So should I wear like should I wear like a thong? Will that help help me with the sexualization of my check-in photos? If you have a leopard skin, not actual leopard skin, but a leopard print banana hammock, that would probably help you a little bit more. All right, I'll Amazon that tonight. It's on. Next prep. We're going. Thanks. And that's good of you, Laura. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. See, like, so this topic, I've never really thought about it because every time I post a female, 
I, you know, I'm showing what I can do with that female as far as like making them get progress. Like if a girl wants to grow their glutes and get a smaller waist or grow their shoulders and stuff like that, I'm posting the show like, Hey, look, we, we did this. And I don't think any of the females that I have that send me pictures, like, so for example, like I coach probably almost 50% females, like a lot of them. And I don't think any of them have ever sent me a picture where it's like weird, you know, they're just kind of like, they're checking in. I'm never looking at them in a way where it's like, okay, they're, they're trying to send a thirst trap or they're trying to post a thirst trap. No, it's like, they're like, this is my coach. He's going to tell me how I need to improve. He's going to insult me and tell me where I suck. So that's kind of the thing. And uh, with, with the posts online, I see a lot of my female competitors, you know, they're just posting like a selfie in the mirror and they're like glute progress. And um, I see a lot of guys will comment back to, to my page thinking that the girl posted it, but it's actually a repost for me, but they'll send some weird shit, man. Like, and I'll be like, or the, the, it'll be like, definitely has grown <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like, wrong page, bro. <laughs> definitely has grown. Yeah. I think, I, I think one of the things here, like you, all three of us are kind of inside the little, the fitness industry bubble, the little bodybuilder bubble. Um, obviously, Tyler and I are pretty hardcore. Laura, I think you're pretty hardcore at this point. Um, so, like, for me, at this point, I'm the same as you, Laura. Like, I get more guys who are complimenting my photos. And when I look through my IG, it's just a bunch of naked dudes, really. So, um, <laughs> I think for people who are inside the industry, like, it's a little different. Because, you know, I have female friends who will send me – you know, photos and hey, how do you think I look? And it's totally normal. It's not weird because kind of like you tell her, like they trust me not to sexualize them. That's, that's the point. Yeah. So, and, and I can do the same with them. I can send them my progress photos and they're not going to be sexualizing them too. So I think this kind of come when you, when you're talking to somebody from outside the industry um, and they're looking at a male or a female inside the industry and looking at their check-in pics, they could say, Hmm, it's a little sexual, but, inside the industry it's just like you said just progress yeah it's like just another day at the office you know like progress photos are just like kind of incremental trophies for ourselves in a way you know this shit's hard as fuck right so i'm out there busting my ass five times a week trying to build a physique that's worthy enough to go on stage and hopefully win a first place hopefully win an overall hopefully go to a national stage hopefully win my pro card you know so I am proud of that progress. I want to show everybody what I've been working on. You know, it's not sexual in my head. It's more so like um, having somebody come in and sit on my soccer practice and have them watch my foot drills. You know, it's nothing, nothing crazy. I'm not trying to shake my ass for everyone to see. I just want to show everybody that I work hard and I'm proud of my hard work. Yeah. Um, and any ladies listening to this, look, if you get guys who are d being weird with your progress picks, just, just, just block them. Just get rid of those guys. They're, they're not worth it. I've got, I've had some guys get weird with my progress picks too before, obviously. Um, and actually I let some of them stay friends with me because they flatter me greatly in my DMS and I need that. But, um, when it gets too weird, that block button's there gals and dudes, 
So that's one other thing. Uh, there's a coach. I had a girl that came to me from another coach, and he he would close out his um his emails to his clients with "Do it for Daddy" and things like that. <laughs> so uh, so if your coach says <laughs> you're, you're or, or takes your photos as like you know as a, an invite to make some kind of gesture, that, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that's, that's that's strange. I would definitely call that as a red flag. But in other words, like when I see a guy like uh, let's let's for example like Ben Quill, Ben Quill when he posts like a picture in a towel and he's like fresh out the shower, like toothbrush <laughs> in his mouth, I will, I will comment thirst trap on his photo. I'll be like, this was meant for OnlyFans. And, you know, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ben Quill's been looking pretty sultry though. I I commented on his pics and I said, "Man, you look you look sultry right now." So, Ben Quill, you look great, bro. We're we're, we're very sultry yeah. right now on you, bro. It's okay if you post <laughs> thirst traps, but we understand. <laughs> when I post a thirst trap, usually I'm doing it from the bathtub, right? That's very important for me. So, I'll get my hair kind of wet, you know, just to make it look like yeah, I'm in the bathtub, but like things are getting pretty hot in here by myself. Um, and then I'll hit this pose, which you guys can't see this, but I kind of I throw over the top and then I flex the abs and show the pecs. But when I post it, I always post thirst trap or this is a thirst trap. You know, I always I put a disclaimer out there to let everybody know, like we just call them like we see them, you know. <laughs> and sometimes I'll put a poll on there and be like, "Is this a good thirst trap?" And that's me just inviting people in. So when I do that, I just invite them. I'm very explicit. Like, here's a thirst trap. You guys could do that, guys, if you're listening. Girls, I wouldn't recommend that because your DMs are going to get flooded by hundreds of terrible dudes. But, guys, if you guys want to do thirst traps, take my advice. Yeah, they, you, they free, work. you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, you heard it here first. Tyler, have you ever put any thirst traps up? Uh, whenever I was single for just a while, I put them on uh, just to get comments from Laura. Uh, which oh, I, oh, God. I, I hate that I even ask this question right now. Like, you know, I would post like a mirror selfie. It'd be like in Vegas. I'd post a mirror selfie. It'd be like, still got abs, ate all this shitty food. And it was like, you know, but then I get comments back from mostly um, single mothers. Nice. Mostly single mothers. Lots of them wanted me to take care of their children for some reason. But um, other than that. <laughs> you look trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly it was just like Laura being like nice face or something like that. No, 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 no. Let's be real. The only photos I would ever comment on were stories that you had like uh the only specific one I really remember is when um Mike Beatty, shout out Mike Beatty, um got you that pair of J's that were that had a custom paint job on them, that had a sloth on them. And that was the only thing I ever really commented on. I was like, wow, you yeah. like sloths? And you're like, yeah. I was like, cool. I do too. And you're like, oh, cool. I love you now. I was like, I know. So wow. keyword there is guys, perhaps just post like exotic animals that you love, and <laughs> get more responses. Like, po if you post a seal, post a gorilla. The girl will probably be like, oh wow, you like gorillas? You like seals? And I'll be like, yeah, I donate to the Seal Foundation. And they're like, oh, there's a conversation starter. You got a girlfriend because you like seals. Okay. And we've been together for over a year now. So take our do you guys. Do you guys still talk about like exotic animals sometimes? What do you mean sometimes? We only talk about exotic animals. Wow. 
Well, right? okay, what's, okay. <laughs> Laura, what's your favorite exotic animal? Here we go. Let's, let's get into the meat of the discussion. Sloths are exotic, right? They're they live in the rainforest. Yeah, is that your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I. Both that's how this whole grand relationship started. Was on a sloth. <laughs> was because of a sloth. Um, maybe you should name your child Sloth. From the Goonies, I hope. It, I hope our child doesn't look like Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> no, nah, you guys will be okay. <laughs> okay, they're not having children. I'm sure you guys get that question a lot. So just to go ahead. We and... do. Every time Tyler posts one of those question boxes, someone always asks us when we're having babies. And Very I bet they laugh. Like when they ask invasive. you, like, when are you having kids? <laughs> <laughs> it's like more stuff like a it's funny because they don't ask us like, "When are you guys getting married? Uh, when are you guys going to do get engaged?" It's more like, "When y'all having children?" And we're like, "Appropriate <laughs> okay. already, damn." <laughs> straight, straight to the reproduction. Let's see a spawn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now this that we've weird. covered that, I don't know why I call children spawn. That's why I'm never going to be a father. <laughs> oh. This is my spawn. His name is Chainsaw. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'd name a kid Chainsaw. Chainsaw <laughs> Herbert Winter. Do you guys know that's my middle name? It's actually Herbert. Isn't that the best? Is it actually? Yeah, Kyle Herbert Winters. Yeah, that's right. I like it. My like middle name is Wait, what is it? I didn't hear you. My middle name is Ramsey. That's not bad. It's a good middle name. Yeah. Mine's Elizabeth, so that's not. Yeah, you, you, Tyler and I kind of have nerd middle names, and you have like a pretty chick middle name, so it's not fair. Well, I'm named after both of my grandmothers. My one grandma, her name's Laura, and the other one's name's Elizabeth. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, and then my dad's last name was Butler, but I guess you couldn't have guessed that. No, I, I actually, I had somebody, <laughs> I had somebody a couple weeks ago ask about you guys, and since your last name is, you're both B's. They thought you guys were married. I was like, no, 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 no. Like they're not. They're not married. <laughs> they're just they date each other. Um, I don't know why they asked me that, but <laughs> what a thought. They'll be like, is your wife available for posing, or like, uh, <laughs> is your wife? Um, taking clients and you know i've just stopped correcting people at this point because i'm just like it's not worth the time to be like oh by the way she's not my wife as well yes she is available for posing because then it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's available <laughs> my wife um all right we're gonna uh, this is a okay we're gonna go into this and we're not gonna go into this in a weird way uh, we're going to talk about sex drive during contest prep as it pertains to female hormones. And Laura, you're going to answer this because you're the female with the female hormones. My computer froze. Hold on. I have to read the, the captions. Okay. Sex drive, sex drive during contest prep. I got you. All right. So um, since you're in such a caloric deficit, and your fats are so low, your calories are so low, you have no energy, you really don't have anything to um, sort of fuel those reproductive hormones being produced at a normal rate. Sex drive is very, very low, okay? It's really hard to get that back as well. So when you come out of contest prep and you start to get more calories every single day and you're, you start to gain more fat back on your body, That'll start to come back for sure, but don't expect, especially to, you know, like significant others who don't do bodybuilding, when your significant others in prep, do not expect to be, you know, 
going buck wild all the time. It's more than likely they won't want to talk, touch you, whatever. They're tired, okay? Especially girls, too. It, it, it took a very long time after I got out of my last prep to um, get my sex drive back. And, again, we found out it was because my hormones were all, you know, effed up. So... Okay. So, um, the big thing I realize, and I always tell, I, I tell this to people all the time. I'm like, if you want to have sex at like two weeks out or three weeks out from competition, you are probably not going to be lean enough. And <laughs> I have realized a correlation between like, I will have guys like, I've had people ask me, can I have sex after they've gotten their tan done at competitions? And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, well you want to get fifth place for sure. Like, that's my immediate thought. I'm like, well, you definitely cheated on your diet. Um, <laughs> like, and it's not being mean or anything, but if you have followed everything correctly, especially with men, you're likely going to be on some sort of a aroma center Remedex. So you're on aromatase inhibitor and your estrogen levels are going to be so bottomed out that you do not want to even be touched. I want nobody fucking around me at about four weeks out. I want you to leave me the fuck alone. And that's not me being like mean or anything, but I just have no energy. I have no desire to do anything. Like I think women are very uninteresting. Like I will love Laura and like, I will be nice to her, but I just don't, I've never seen anybody win a competition where at four weeks out, they're like, oh yeah, I can really, uh, like really want to do this all the time right now. <laughs> like I've never <laughs> seen anybody win women at four weeks out. Yeah, no, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm the same way. When I'm deep in the prep, for me, it hits a, again about that three to four week week mark. That's when I know. Like, but it's not just females. I don't care. Like, my non bodybuilder friends, nope. Like nothing. I don't even like to watch TV or shows. I don't even like to focus on those. It's just um, now. Say, say Ashley Caltwasser calls me up and I'm two weeks out. I'm gonna muster up the strength to get that done. But just a shout out, Ashley, if you're listening, since Courtney's gone now, you're, you're my next in line. So, uh, but, you know, I think, uh, I think that's something where men and women are, you know, like you guys have said, we're similar. Um, I think it's a little more, according to Laura, it's a little more severe for women. Um, but, yeah, if you've done everything correctly and you have little to no body fat, that's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's not that's going to govern how you're acting your body fat percentage close to a show. And if it's low and you're looking good and you're going to be a winner, you're not going to be acting very happy to see anyone or talk to anyone or rail anyone. Delicate, <laughs> very delicate way to put that. Well, you could, I, I like to say rail and plow. Those are my favorite things to say in regards to this. Okay. Okay, cool. We're rolling with it. Yeah, I mean, what do you, you like rail or plow? What are you? Are you a rail or a plow, Laura? Which one? Mm, plow. Plow. What about you, Tyler? I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to go with plow. Let's just, I guess. Of course, you guys do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a rail. I like to say I'm. I'm I was railing her. Railing her. Yeah, me too. No, you're a plow. Oh, man, that's <laughs> you're like a plow. You're plowing. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
right, we're gonna go go into one more here that we have on the on the docket. Um, and this is again something I'm totally ignorant of because I'm a dude. Um, Laura, talk about obviously shows are expensive. We've talked about that on here before, um, but we're, obviously we're talking about that as a man. Um, as a woman, you guys have to you know buy fancy suits. You have to get your hair done, your makeup done. How how much more expensive is it for a woman to compete than it is for a man? Kind of. What are the extra things you have to do? Um, extra things that women have to do that men don't buy heels, buy jewelry, um, buy expensive suits that more often than not have Swarovski crystals on them. So it gets more expensive because of that. Um, we do tan just like everybody else, like the men do, obviously. Um, nails done. Um, if you have your, if you don't have your fingernails or your toenails done, those are just little tiny details um, that could honest to God set you apart from somebody else. You're, the judges might be struggling to um, decide first and second place. Little details like that can make or break you, to be honest. So um, so little things like that just really start to add up. Suits can cost, you know, six to $800 sometimes. Um, heels, depending on where you get them from, can be like a hundred bucks. Um, Glam jewelry can be anywhere from like thirty to seventy-five dollars, depending on where you buy from. Um, full glam, so like hair and makeup, we're talking like one seventy-five to two fifty in most cases. Um, if you get your nails done, like uh, go get like a normal manicure. You know, we're talking thirty-five dollars, another thirty-five dollars for your toenails. So it really just starts to add up very, very quickly. Women are looking at like without like coaching, not like factoring in what their monthly coaching costs are really. Um, we're looking at, you know, 1500 to $2,500, depending on what show it is, you know, what, where we buy things from really. So my advice there too, let me just share some wisdom is throughout the year, buy stuff if like places are having sales. So follow places that sell your heels, follow places that sell your comp jewelry. And as like Black Friday sales come around, hello, that's about to start happening they're going to be doing bigger sales. So then you can start to cut your costs. So keep that in mind as you go throughout the year too. And you can a lot of times get your jewelry stuff from Claire's and get press on nails from like the drugstore even. So little hacks. So basically it costs a woman like <clears throat> a 2007 Honda Civic to do a show. That's incredible. Yeah. Or like the cost of a nice wedding dress sometimes. Man. Yeah, I know. If you think about it like that, it's kind of crazy. Yikes. Yeah. But too, like once you get involved in this sport, you'll start to make more friends too. So if girls are listening to this, that um, they're thinking about maybe doing their first show, make some friends in the bodybuilding world. They more than likely will rent out their suit to you. If not, just let you have it to wear for your show or um, let you borrow some jewelry. For my first show, um, Ashley Jean, shout out Ashley Jean. She let me borrow her her jewelry um, for my show. So, um, and I bought my heels actually for like 20, 25 bucks off of Amazon. So there's like little things you can do ladies to cut those costs. Yeah, I, I, I really agree with like, if you can borrow stuff from somebody else, reach out to people. Like if you're coached by somebody, ask your coach, be like, is there any girls you know that I could ask for this form? Like for example, Sarah Barnett, uh, competed this weekend and she won overall in wellness and first in her figure class. She borrowed her figure suit for my other client, Tammy. And for her wellness suit, she ordered it off Etsy and added the crystals herself. And you know, that that's awesome. 
And that, she did that her own makeup. And she did her own makeup. So learn how to do stage makeup. You can save money there. Um, if you know how to do your own nails, you save money there. Really practice this stuff. You know, you can save a lot of money by practicing these things yourself uh, or watching YouTube videos. You'd be surprised. Um, so trying to cut costs, like she said, is buy stuff throughout the year. If you're planning on competing in May of next year, start buying stuff now here and there. Put a, put a little bit of money aside. Um, expect to plan out for coaching, uh, your hotel room, entry fees, uh, suit, um, supplements. I mean, there, there's quite a bit that goes along with it. So there's a lot of girls that will tell you like, like message up Becky Wang. I know she has like a full on spreadsheet of how much it's going to cost for each thing. So if anybody's listening, it's like message Becky. I know she still has that. And it's like literally Excel sheet with everything labeled out of how much you can expect to pay for each and every thing and a checklist, which is super valuable. Um, one thing to consider too, is that like uh, big suit makers or like bigger suit makers, I should say, like, for example, um, I'm getting two suits done this year and both of them are coming from um, Toxic Angels bikinis. Um, I really love their work and something that them and some of the other bigger suit makers do now on their website is allow for afterpay. I don't know if you all have heard of afterpay before, but what it allows um, you to do is pay a certain portion um, every month to, until you pay off the suit, kind of like a like a car payment, I guess you could say. Um, so you'll put your down payment down and then you just pay increments each month until you pay off that suit. So that's an option as well. I think more now than ever, the bodybuilding community has kind of like worked a little bit harder to make it m a bit more inclusive of a sport as far as like from the money standpoint goes. You know, we're giving people more, more avenues to be successful. Yeah. It's good. Those are good tips. Again, I again something else I had no idea about. That's <laughs> now, now I just feel bad for like complaining about having to buy all black trunks, two pairs of them, for a hundred dollars combined. <laughs> it really Sorry. puts it into perspective when you hear about all that, huh? Yeah, but like I've thought about it, it, look, I, I just you know, I'll be I'll be honest, I've thought about putting using a little makeup for like my next na my national show. What do you think about that? You know, a little makeup, just a little bit. Uh, like what? What? What makeup specifically? Are we talking like eyeliner? I don't know, like just just the just the basic stuff. I don't know much about this, but you know, I feel like you know my face could use a little. You know, if you I'm feel that that is going to set you apart from other competitors, Kyle, then you do that. <laughs> you do that, and you let me know, and I will help you with your stage makeup. Well, you know, right. I just, I have a beautiful face. I want to accentuate that along with the rest of the body, you know? <laughs> right. If males, if males were judged on their faces at these shows, bro, a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you got people looking like Dookie Johnson out there. Jar Jar Binks <laughs> up there. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right. I, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is way off topic. You said Jar Jar Binks. I saw a meme. And it literally had like a cake. It was like you see, you see those pictures of like, like man evolving, right? Like through the years. Yeah. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. And at the end of the evolution of man, it just had Jar Jar Binks standing there, but he had like <laughs> he had like a five foot dig. It was the funniest thing I've seen. In the world. 
Anyways, yeah, thanks. Yeah. He has a five foot dick. <laughs> and he was just, it was just, he's smiling like, yeah, I know why you're smiling, Jar Jar. Jar Jar was one of my favorite characters when I was little, bro. I loved uh, Phantom Menace and I loved Jar Jar Binks. And I always tell people, like, they'd be like, who's your favorite character in the Star Wars? I'd be like, Jar Jar Binks. And they'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're the first person I've ever heard that A said they liked the Phantom Menace and B said Jar Jar is your favorite character. Oh, fuck off, Kyle. It's a, it was a fun movie. You had Jar Jar Binks. You had Darth Maul, who was badass. He was good. You had, you had pod racing. Pod racing was cool. I'll give yeah, you that. Exactly. When you're talk, you, when you had Sebulba. You know, you had like a weird looking... <laughs> Little alien with six feet in there, like that's crazy. That was the weirdest. I'm a Revenge of the Sith guy because I'm obviously an Anakin slash Darth Vader. My Just... uncle, fun fact, has the word Sith tattooed on the back of his neck. No shit, really? Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> hardcore. He had, he had like, um, I think like Marilyn Manson's like house tattooed on his body at one point. What? He has wow. like binary like coded on him. He's He's very interesting. Holy shit. We need to get your it's uncle on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a pod in binary code. Cool. <laughs> Would be pretty cool. Jesus. Well, <laughs> what do you got? So you guys are about to go on a trip, right? Are you guys there? Yeah. We're going to um, Punta Cana on yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Our Wi-Fi has like been so shitty today. Our sincerest apologies. So no, we're good. We've done great. Um, but yeah, we're going to um, Punta Cana, the Dominican Republic, yeah, on Friday, and then we're coming back on Tuesday. And it's been a whirlwind, <laughs> to say the least. Oh. What did Tyler say earlier? A whirlwind of of fuckery? What was that? Is that what, that's funny? A whirlwind of what yeah, the a whirlwind fuck? of fuckery. <laughs> a whirlwind. Oh, of a fuck. whirlwind of what the fuck? Yeah, so sorry. Uh, yeah. So we're leaving on Friday. We're coming back on Tuesday. Have to get COVID tests when we get back. We're gonna quarantine a little bit at our house, which is great because that's literally what we do anyway. We don't leave or talk to anyone, um, unless it's through a computer like we're doing right now. Um, but we're just looking forward to some R and R, you know, we don't really get a lot of downtime. What with how much we work and I'm still in school. So, um, railing. yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what R and R stands for. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it should be a good time. It's, um, it, it's been a little iffy what with COVID and whatnot, but we're very lucky that we're able to take this trip. Well, good. I'm just going to hope that I don't have COVID and that I can get back into public um, with this, over this next week. So that's that's all I got going on, guys. Kyle's been trying to save old people, but my thoughts on that are like, if you're old and you're going out in public right now, that's really on you. Like, you're crazy. Because if I was old, bro, I'd be ordering, like, you know, I would just go ahead and get my Instacart and I'd eat Reese Cups all day and I'd play Xbox. And so... You know, if you're old right now and you don't have like a slave of a son or something like that to go get you food, then you really didn't set up your life too well. Because, I mean, there's Instacart now. You need to learn how to use technology because so Kyle can leave his house and go to the gym. That I, I don't I wonder what the oldest person who listens to our show is. 
we should do we should ask that question <laughs> ask I asked earlier if people would be interested in doing a hip hop dance class with me, and I will have to say only three people said no. Um, so you guys will not be able to participate um, <laughs> whenever it becomes a commodity. And I said yeah. I have sign ups, you know, because we're going to Gucci Mane, we're going to do Young Jeezy, we're going to have aerobic step up blocks. And I'm going to really teach this. It's going to be a heavy, like cardio is never going to be the same. Hey, can I do the worm just in the background of your class for the entire class and just not say anything? I mean, as long as you're okay with that and, you know, <laughs> you may not burn as many calories as, uh, you know, Linda, who comes to actually do the class correctly. Well, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bang Linda after the class. Okay. Well, Linda is 450 pounds and three foot tall. So, well, good luck. Maybe I'm into people who look like freaking Chewbacca. The job of the hut. Job. What did I say? Chewbacca? Yeah, I'm into job of the hut, Linda. She comes in there and she just kind of like wiggles around the entire time. But, you know, she burns calories. She lost, she'll probably lose at least 350 pounds in my class and maybe grow a foot. <laughs> All right, she's well, going to be four feet and 100 pounds by the time you're done with her i feel like you're like, you're like uh anthropomorphizing the uh the sloth thing right now with this woman you guys are really into it yeah big <laughs> word you guys don't know what it, okay if you anthropomorphize something <laughs> it just means you give it human characteristics i don't I should. I'm sorry. I should. That's okay. a, that's a word. You were yeah, an English major, weren't you? Uh, yeah. It's it's funny though. They teach you actually. Like if you use words like that, no one understands you. They're like you're just being stupid because no one understands what you're saying and you're not able to communicate well. So yeah, fine. I was a science major. I don't know. Maybe I should know well, that word if I was a science major. I know it's. Good. Was what, I a science you, major? Who knows? Were you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I actually I have degrees. <laughs> hey, we all have degrees. Oh my god. It's the holy trinity of intelligence right here. Thank you. All right, you guys got anything else? No. Thanks for allowing good. me to be on this podcast. Hey, thanks for coming. You can come back. We'll we'll have if if Tyler says it's okay, we'll have you back. It's up to him. We'll have the Next time I won't be so awkward. Like Tyler knows so I get flustered. No, you're great. You're you're good. I didn't think you were flustered. Tyler got to watch me. We filmed some videos last week with my brother, who's a videographer, and there was a section where I had to be interviewed. And um, you know, needless to say, I shrivel up like a little snail when he puts salt on it when someone puts the camera on me. So so, so sorry. <laughs> so, so sorry. I, I love being interviewed. If somebody puts a camera on me, I'm like, okay, you just keep it there for about an hour. How long you got? <laughs> I'm a behind the scenes sort of gal. This is this is not a face for behind the scenes, Laura. This is a face for well, in I have the a scenes. Face, I have a face for radio, so <laughs> that's where I'm at. Oh, geez. I'm not going <laughs> to. You, you, you are both very beautiful people, you and Tyler both. You're great. I can't even see Tyler right now. Where are you, bud? You either. I think it's because like we're both connected to the internet, and it's too much internet for the whole house. <laughs> too much power. 
right, guys. Well, we're going to go. Thank you, guys. Good show this week. We'll be back. Maybe we'll do something when you guys get back from vacation. Yep. We'll see you then, brother. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Like trying to find it.